Hello, this is Open Ended, a podcast where truly no topics are off limits, and I'm your host, Callie Wiesner. I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi guys, it's Callie. Welcome back to a new episode of Open Ended. I am so happy that you're all here. Um, I didn't upload an episode last week. Things got busy. I had something unexpected come up, so I'm sorry about that, but I'm back for a new episode and I'll be definitely more consistent with my upload schedule from now on, which is really good. I'm super excited about that. Um, so yeah, welcome back to an episode. I'm, as I said before, I'm so happy that you all are here and that you listen and that you continue to listen every week. It means so much to me that everyone keeps listening after almost a year of doing this podcast. It becomes, it's a year, I believe, on December 11th, which is crazy I can't even that boggles my mind that that was the first day of open net like that we've almost done a year that's crazy to me anyway welcome back to a new episode um this week it's all gonna be about how self-worth comes from within and how really everything about how we interact with others comes from within um I thought this was a super interesting topic because it really what I've kind of realized is that We have so much more control over how we react than we think we do. And it's crazy, but we totally do. Um, So basically the main topic of this week is that self-worth comes from within. It's not how other people define it, but it's about how we define it for ourselves. Um, Because ultimately it doesn't matter what people think of us. It matters what, well, it does, which doesn't. It doesn't matter how people think we should or shouldn't react, but it matters how we think we should or how we look at ourselves because that is how we are projected. So if we want to be a more kind person, we can totally do that and it's totally in our power to do that and to make those changes and to kind of be that type of person that is more kind and that is more accepting Um, because ultimately we're on a tiny rock in the middle of the universe that is so crazy, it's infinite and We don't really have that much significance in the grand scheme of things, really whatsoever, but when it comes to how we value ourselves, it comes from within. And we need to choose how we, we need to dictate for ourselves our own worth because, like, it just, it makes sense, I guess, I mean, I think it it makes sense to me, but um, we dictate how we define ourselves because that's how we're going to get closure or how we find the meaning is by seeing oh okay yes I'm living on a small rock and it doesn't seem like I have that much significance but the only thing that matters to me is how I define it for myself so since nothing really matters in the grand scheme of things how are we going to make it matter to us and how are we going to define it to ourselves because really how are we going to make it worth it like that's all it comes down to is we have these small lives in the grand scheme of things on this tiny rock in the middle of nowhere. So what are we going to do with it? Really, at this point, really nothing matters, to be honest. And I know that might seem nihilistic an idea, but it really should be empowering because if nothing really matters, then we should just do what we want to do and just IDJF, if that makes sense. I just don't care because it's how we define it for ourselves that matters. And once we say, okay, this is how I define who I am and how much value I have for myself and in my life, that's where the magic happens, so to speak, uh, to be cliche. But when we define our worth to ourselves and we figure that out, we can begin to 
kind of see how everyone else fits too, which is super nice. Um, and that's what I've kind of realized too, is that when you finally realize, okay, I need to find my worth and how I am in my life, that's kind of where it all happens for us, I should say. Um, and it totally crosses over to other things too. We need to dictate our own how we love ourselves because I know that was slightly incoherent, but we need to, all of these things come, I'm just a little bit scattered range, but all of those things come from within, if that makes sense. So self-love comes from within, obviously it's inside yourself, but your worth comes from within how much you love and who you love and what you love. It all comes from within and it starts with yourself because ultimately if you can't love the one person who's going to be with you for your entire life, how are you expected to love others, you know? But I know that seems very unrealistic, at least for me. I'm like, how, how do I do that? How do I do that? Because it seems so, so impossible to actually start to actually like yourself. And that's, and loving yourself is a whole nother level. So at least for me, I've kind of realized that, oh yeah, I can, I actually, I can like myself and that's okay. I don't have to love myself, but if liking myself is good, I'm in a good spot. Um, and what I've kind of realized is that that makes it so much easier because when we start to realize our own value or just other people's values to ourselves, that's when we can start to be like, okay, this person has value and I really like this person or I love this person even. And I think that's, where I'm essentially saying in this episode is it comes from within and you dictate it for yourself. I know I've been super repetitive, but you dictate who you are to yourself and you dictate how you love yourself and your values and all those things. Cause ultimately how you react is comes from within and it has to, it doesn't have to be calculated. It just needs to be thought about. It needs to be deliberate in a lot of ways. You need to, put some thinking energy into it because you need to realize, oh yeah, okay, how do I love myself or at least like myself enough to like others? And I think that that's a really interesting idea to ponder because ultimately when we do the work to actually figure out what who we are and what we like, which obviously we won't have it figured out 100% of the time, but that's from another episode. But um, when we kind of try to I'm losing my train of thought a little bit here if you couldn't tell but it all comes from within I I know I'm just keep circling back to this but it truly does because oh I rhymed slay um it truly does because at least what I've figured out is if people react in a way that I that makes me feel bad about myself or that makes me nervous I realize that's not really a reflection of me I mean it is in what I said but their reaction is a reflection of who they are and how they interpreted themselves. So like if you say something that's quote unquote mean or rude or harsh, it can be totally interpreted differently by somebody else that gets you more, maybe understands that, oh yeah, you weren't being trying to be mean or rude. Maybe you're just being sarcastic. I know I'm kind of being a little bit abstract here, but I truly believe that how people, how you react is a reflection of how, who you are. And sometimes people just don't react in the same way. That's because they think of themselves differently and they value themselves differently. Um, And in a lot of ways, I think that that is really difficult for us to kind of understand because 
we forget that, oh yeah, other people think differently than us and they have different reactions to us because of how they were raised and how they have kind of developed themselves and that they all kind of reacted differently because of those things because ultimately there is no one, or we at least hope there is no one that is completely like us 100%. We hope that, but we really just don't know. That that whole idea is kind of unknown. Um so when we kind of realize, oh, yeah, we're, we're pretty unique in that situation. Yeah, we can be similar to, to people, but it's hard to relate to people sometimes if we're not super similar to them. But when we realize, oh, yeah, their reaction or how they interpreted something is different because of how they internally feel about themselves, that's okay. Because we can feel about people completely differently. Or we can feel how we feel about ourselves completely differently than other people can, for example. If you value your intelligence and they value their people skills, completely different, right? They have different values than us and they value themselves in a different way than we do. Because ultimately, how you value yourself, it, it starts from within, but it also it can be judged by a myriad of things. It does not have to be how pretty you look and all these physical external qualities. They can be internal too and we are so quick to dismiss that. I find that we are so much more critical about our bodies but at the same time we're very neglectful of our minds and our internal things we forget about that like people ask well what do you like about yourself people always say I don't know because they neglect what's actually in their brain they neglect their intelligence their kindness how well they work with people how how they've navigated things that are really difficult in their life or how they have a positive attitude or all of these things people tend to forget because we neglect them and we never think of internal things like yeah we may have been told since we're young we're smart we're smart we're smart and we keep being told that we're intelligent we're in all these advanced things but we ultimately neglect it because we don't think that that's true because our brains are like well everything is judged by how things are physically so we must need to judge ourselves physically but I don't think that that's necessarily true because there are some things that are that are good that come from inside not just outside I mean yes obviously attraction starts with physical stuff but I think in a lot of ways it starts with your brain too because I think you you have to use your brain to interact with people and your brain is essentially your personality I mean or your your personality is essentially part of your brain I flipped it on on accident there but um Yeah, I think so much of it is not just about how you look and how we dictate how our worth is inside is totally messed up because I don't know. I I have a few ideas on why our self-worth and how we view ourselves is so messed up. I mean, obviously the easy answer would be social media and um, kind of just the media and kind of what we're told by people and all these things that kind of circulate. I'm doing the circulation hand motion thing I know you can't see me but that's what I'm doing um they all kind of combine to create what we think we should be and who we think we should who we think we are and a lot of times it is based off of just physical aspects of ourselves whether that's our hair our body our arms our legs whatever what have you it's so physical because it's so hard to think or to dictate how we should be in our minds because it's not as overt our minds are much more nuanced than we think I mean obviously but um 
our minds are so much more nuanced than our bodies are. And I think that's why it's so much easier for the media to um, kind of warp how we view ourselves and our self-worth just solely based on our bodies because they're so much more physically inclined and because they're just there. Our mind is so much more difficult to unpack and unpack. And by mind, I mean internal things. So I don't know if you could catch up on that, but yeah, that's because I can, I can be confusing. I also talk fast, um, sometimes when I, I'm just in a, a verbal frenzy, if you will. But yes, I think some of the reasons why we have so much lower self-esteem today is because the media and it warps our, how we are physically. It also can be the people that we're around with too. I think sometimes, especially now people can be super negative because they're influenced by media or how they think they should speak then that influences how they interact and how they interact towards us. And I think it's so easy for them to dictate what self-worth is for us. It's so easy for them to just take us out of the equation and be like, I'm going to dictate your self-worth for you. Or I'm going dictate, to dictate this for you. It's so much easier for them to do that as opposed to us because we sometimes doubt ourselves and don't think of ourselves like as the primary, I guess, source for that because we totally don't know how we, what our impression is on people. And we don't know how we are on people. I mean, we have ideas, but we don't ultimately know what our impression is and kind of how we come across because we're not on the receiving end. We're on the giving end, if you will. Um, but yeah, I think that's why it makes it so much easier for other people to dictate that for us. But when you make the shift that's saying, oh yeah, I don't actually care what this person thinks about me because they're not really a big part of my life, you it makes you feel better because you realize, oh yeah, I can actually dictate that for myself. Oh my gosh, it's a miracle. It actually makes me feel so much better, which is so true, by the way, a little tangent here, but it's so true when you start to realize like, oh yeah, I can dictate that for myself and I don't need other people telling me X, Y, Z about me because they don't matter. They're not even half of a percent of my life like come on like they're they're nothing in the grand scheme of things I mean that sounds harsh but um I think when we start to realize oh yeah I can dictate all these things for myself and I can dictate who I am to myself and nobody else needs to know that but me because ultimately people only see like 10 percent of who you are which is also another crazy thing to think about they never see the full you even people that you know for a really long time I don't ever think see all of you in all of your being I guess you could say I mean yes somebody could see 99.9% of you but there's always this 0.01% that they just we don't know it's a mystery you never fully can I guess that's the feeling I've got is you never can fully show 100% of who you are because there are multiple versions of you at least I think there are multiple versions of who you are and you can never truly combine all those versions together because it's just, we just have so many different versions of ourselves. I know that was very confusing, but there's one thing I learned about called code switching. And this is kind of, I guess, the reasoning to back it up with evidence, you could say. But there's this thing called code switching where we continue to switch how we talk to people and how we communicate with people and interact with them based off of what we've kind of interpreted off them, which it makes perfect sense. Like, we act completely different towards our doctor than we do our own parents. We're much more gutsy with our parents, or we're much more willing to, you know, share 
um, important information with them or personal information with them more than our doctor or a dentist. I think dentist, I think was the example I used, but, um, yeah, we're, we code switch. So we shift how we react and how we communicate, interact with people, depending on, um, how much we're with them or what we've kind of gathered from them about who they are, which I think is super interesting. It's a very common phrase used in communications and all that stuff, which if you're interested in that, I am too. And I find it fascinating. Um, but yeah, the basic idea, I know I've said this like three times already, but I'm going to say it again. It's basically we shift kind of how we act with people depending on how we're with them. Um, and that's why I truly think that so many people that nobody will ever see who we fully are because we're constantly switching between how we communicate with people because communication is ultimately how we, um, how people perceive us. It directly results in how people perceive us and how they interpret what we say and how we, how they gather who we are. Um, it all depends on communication. And I think sometimes when we shift our ways of communicating and how we present ourselves, it changes. And so people never fully get the true story. Even if you're married to someone for 40 years, I think that there is there that's that small percentage of you that they will never really know or interpret correctly because they're not you. There I feel like there's always this small small part of ourselves that people will never ever get to know that's almost sacred. They'll never get to know about certain aspects of your life. And that's okay. That is only for you. And that's part of the dictating who you are and how you present ourselves there there's always a small part of you that nobody ever really knows that you keep secret and you kind of not shove it down but you think of kind of ways to change it or to warp it to be like it's not as overt and then you just never tell people because that's kind of who you are and it's special because nobody ever really really know about it and I think I know I said this, but I think that's how we kind of dictate ourselves out of, not just off of everything, but even off of the things that we don't always consider and that we kind of keep buried and only come up in the few select times that we kind of allow it to come up, I guess you could say. But um, I think just overall as people, we also want to keep those things kind of separate because we want to keep that either we want to keep that air of mystery or we kind of just don't want to because it's a part of ourselves and we kind of just we feel like we'll be shamed for it or judged for it or whatnot but I I definitely feel like there's a part of ourselves that we keep for ourselves and that's really important because it kind of important um because it kind of shows us that we don't need to share everything with the world with the world um And we can kind of help with that little piece that can help us kind of impact who we are and kind of figure out who we are. Because ultimately, I know this is the topic of this episode, but everything does come from within, especially with identity, because we need to be able to form it somewhat on our own. I mean, yes, a lot of our identity is formed off of external forces, but I think in a lot of ways, too, it's formed out of internal things like how we see ourselves and kind of how we're told to see it and then what we do with that it's very internal 
um, and who we are is almost sacred, I think, to a lot of us because it is something that we don't show to a lot of people. And that's why I think it remains so internal for a lot of us because it kind of, it's formed by ourselves and then it kind of sits there and it kind of directs us towards what we need to do. And it's very just us type of thing. It's just you. It's who you are so you can keep that to yourself because nobody's going to see everything about you. That's, let's be honest here, you, somebody might know you incredibly well, but they never know you, the full you because they don't see it. They don't see you code switch. Um, they don't see you change you, how you interact with people, how you warp yourself to be a different person and to get a different reaction because people will have different reactions. Ultimately, I think we do code switch because we, we know that certain people have different reactions to information or how we act. So we want to try to have the best, um, like best uh, result possible because we just want that to happen for ourselves. We want to avoid the awkwardness and the uncomfortable conversations or offending people because of how they've, their, what their demographic is or how they've been how they've grown up or whatnot and I think we don't want to have those difficult conversations and we want to have that difficult conversation so that's why we code switch because it's so so important to our own reputations because ultimately people will talk about how nice or how mean you are as a person and we want to try to have it be as positive as possible because that's just how we are um but but that shouldn't dictate how we see ourselves how people view our reputation isn't how we should define ourselves because when we start doing that it loses all of its value how we see ourselves I'm talking about because the second we be we're like hey I am dictating and defining myself about what other people tell me I should be or how other people impact have shown that I am I think that's where it can be problematic because you don't really know who you are as a person. You only know who you are based on what other people have told you. And I think to be able to even make judgments about how other people are, you need to kind of have that foundation of figuring it out for yourself because it's so much easier to figure it out for other people. For example, if you want to try um, to like yourself or if you want to try to just kind of have that compassion with yourself it's really difficult because they're we're very critical as I think humans are just very critical of themselves that's kind of how we all are is we're just we look for the bad because it's an option for growth but we almost always take it too far um but anyway back to what I was trying to say is it's so much more difficult to be compassionate with ourselves if we have high expectations and if we continue to push for more and more and more. But for other people, we don't see the full story and we don't see everything that includes them. So it is so much easier to be compassionate with them because we don't see the full story. With ourselves, we do see the full story. We see every little nook and cranny, little dark crevice that is not shared with the rest of the world. And we see that. And we see that as another point to be like, ah, exit out. That's another negative on the point scale. But really, I think in a lot of ways, those negatives can change to positives when we just kind of, we work on having that compassion. We work on at least liking ourselves or at least at the very least being neutral because being neutral is way better than being bad. It does way more harm or way less harm, I should say, um, to be neutral, to be just like, you know what? This is how I am. This is how it's going to be. That's okay. 
but not saying, oh, I like this part of myself. Just being like, you know, that's okay. I'm accepting it because it is so much easier to start off accepting yourself and going immediately into loving yourself because it is so much harder to do that because it will almost always come off as not genuine, at least in my experience, because it's really hard to kind of just go right into that without without creating the foundation and really kind of going through steps and making it deliberate and methodical because when the second you go into it from zero to 60, it doesn't work. But if you go from like zero to 10 to 15 to 25 to 40, you work yourself up that way, you'll be so much better off. Um, anyway, I know I went a little tangent there, but Yes, I think so much of how we view ourselves internally is just from ourselves and kind of how our experiences with just ourselves have kind of formed who we are, which obviously we're just very impressionable as people. But I think part of determining who we are is just starting off with what we experience, not necessarily how people impact us, which is kind of experiences how they impact us and kind of how we try to create ourselves in that whole, what is our role? What is my role in life? What do I, where do I fit in the big puzzle piece? Because I truly believe that everyone is here for a purpose and that if we don't have that one person that is supposed to be there, be there, it's difficult. And I, and that what I mean by this is we kind of, if you believe in a higher power, that being kind of knows what's going to happen and knows kind of what's he's in the future, but So in a way, there isn't anything that's unexpected. But for us, I think if there's not, if there wasn't ever really a role in a certain situation, then some certain things would go askew. And I think everyone has a role and needs to be there because they fulfill a purpose they don't even know about. Because we can influence people and inspire them who we don't even know or who we do know but very little. And we don't truly know the impact we have really ever we could impact 20 people. We could be impacting 200. We really never know. Um, so the way in which we kind of talk to ourselves and view ourselves is essential. Yeah, it's so, so important. And there shouldn't be pressure on that either because there is no wrong answer. And I know this, ep- this, I know this episode is filled with cliches and me repeating myself, but there is no wrong answer to how you define yourselves. You define yourself because... There is no wrong way because it's you. Like, how can there be a wrong way if it's just you, if that makes sense? Um, I hope that does. But yeah, I think we have all the power. We have all the cards in the deck. We can kind of create who we are and create this fabric. I like to think of our identity or who we are or our self-worth as a blanket. And there are so many things that tie into our self-worth that kind of create who we are internally that we can share with the world as our blanket of our self-worth. We can cover people with a blanket to kind of heat them up, to kind of make them feel better in the moment with our self-worth and be like, yeah, you should value yourself. And then people begin to, you know, because they're stagnant, they're freezing, they're in a situation where they're really cold and they can't do anything, but we can use our blanket of self-worth, so to speak, to help them and be like, and they can kind of start knitting and creating their own blanket of who they are and their self-worth and their identity, um, and just kind of help them on their way. And I think that's where the magic happens is when the ma- there's like three magical points. It's when 
the first is when you finally start the knitting process and you're like, oh, yay, this is super exciting. I'm creating who I am. I'm trying to figure it all out because ultimately it has been try- kind of, a- has been really exciting trying to figure out who I am and how it all fits. Um, and so that first step is magical. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But then you go into your plateau. You're like, okay, I'm still, I'm like halfway done, a quarter of the way done, what have you. And I still need that little bit more blanket and I still need to keep knitting, but it's difficult because you feel like you haven't made any breakthroughs, but you keep going. And then when you're finished creating your blanket of self-worth, you're ecstatic because you're like, yes, I've realized my worth, I've realized my identity. And of course the blanket can change, it can fray, it can tear, it can break, but you don't think about that at that moment. You're like, yes, I did it. And then the um, third one is when you share with others. That's another magical moment because you're kind of inspiring people to be like hey this is how I created myself within and how I used just me to figure out who I am and nobody else could tell me who I am because it doesn't matter who what they think and then they're like oh my gosh yes that's how I do and then they start doing their thing and it becomes exciting for everyone else and then you're happy when you see them being excited because I think ultimately when you're fully in who you are and co- and comfortable with who you are as a person is when you stop being negative and you stop being insecure. I mean, obviously everyone makes mistakes and is mean or rude or whatever at one point in their lives or at other points, but you, you start wishing and rooting for other people instead of rooting for their downfall or instead of rooting for yourself. Cause of course we'll always sometimes be, or we'll sometimes be our own advocates, but what really helps is when we advocate for others and we kind of say, you know what, this person doesn't realize how amazing they are, but they will when they finally create that fabric of their self-worth and when they realize their worth from within. And um, there's this great poem from, um, it's William Ernst Henley. It's called Invictus, if you know it. But it basically goes... Um, Like, I am the master of my fate and the captain of my soul. And I think that's just some beautiful lines because it basically shows I control what happens in my life and I guide who I am. I guide my own identity because it doesn't come from anybody else. It comes from me and what I've experienced, not from other people, but my life experiences. And that's how you create who you are and kind of what you do. I just, I love that poem. It's probably one of the best poems I've ever read, but it's incredible. It's called Invictus. I-N-V-I-C-T-U-S. It's a great poem. Highly recommend. Um, but yeah, as I was kind of saying, and to kind of wrap up this episode, because it's running a little long, but it all comes from within. So once you try to realize that nobody else can tell me who I am and who I can be, that's when the magic happens and that's when you fully realize like oh yeah I can start creating who I want to be there's not a nobody else can put pressure on me because I dictate who I am and I see the full picture nobody can force me to be who I don't want to be because they just can't do it they don't see the full picture not even your parents see the full picture you know so that's kind of what I've realized anyway so just Self-worth comes from within. All those internal parts of your identity, they work together, but they come from within and they come from what you've experienced and what you've kind of realized through life. So those are my little nuances for today's episode. Um, 
this week's episode, I should say. I hope you really enjoyed it. I really like this episode. It's definitely a fresh take, and I'm so excited to be getting into a regular um, upload schedule. And be on the lookout, because there may be, maybe, slight chance of um, a surprise episode this week or next. So stay on the lookout for that. I'm really excited about it. But yes, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to contact me, that you can contact me on the open-ended pod Instagram. It's all lowercase, no dots or dashes, um, or spaces, open-ended pod, O-P-E-N-E-N-D-E-D pod, P-O-D. Anyway, so if you have any questions, concerns, comments, ideas for episodes, please let me know on there. There's a public account. Follow it if you would like to, and please rate or review this podcast if you would like. I hope you all have a great day, week, month, or year, and... I'm so excited to, oh, you'll hear from me next week, I should say. Okay, bye-bye.